Dr. Regis on Tuesday, I live in a small town in Colorado, and too many people here are lazy fucks who don't wear masks. Instead of hanging with friends, I've been staying home since March and listening to your show. You and Dr. Regis are national heroes for working to share accurate information. All right. I'll take that. Yeah. A lot of people wrote in about this song, like me. They, they've been singing the Dr. Regis theme song now for two straight hours, and they're kind of angry with us. Yes. Very catchy. Uh, so much great listening today. Thank you, Howard, for having the wonderful Dr. Agus on the show. In addition to the Dr. Agus uh, parody song being hilarious, it's so crucial for big media outlets to discuss the importance of vaccines and science. Bravo. Yeah. I'm hoping the country will get back to science. And, um, you know, I was thinking, uh, as I said to Dr. Agus, how amazing. You know, I, I, I started hiding in my house uh, March 12th. I know the date. I uh, haven't left. Uh, it is amazing that in under a year, because uh, we're not up to March 12th yet, but in under a year, they came up with a cure. They came up with a vaccine that can get us out of this mess. That's it's pretty a shame quick. we can't get it, but... Well, yeah, <laughs> there I can't is disagree one out with there. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think now you're going to start seeing a lot more vaccine out there. I hope so. I hope um, so. People were just very moved by Dr. Agus. I'm obsessed with people who know a lot of stuff, and Dr. Agus blew my mind today. He provided legit and calming information about COVID and the vaccine that is all top-notch. Uh, you know... I know, Marianne from Brooklyn, Marianne from Brooklyn was even inspired to send in her own rendition of the Dr. Agus theme song. And it was, I, I found this to be quite, uh, uh, mind blowing. This was, this one took me by surprise. Unsolicited? Unsolicited. Here's Marianne from Brooklyn. Dr. Agus, Dr. Agus, Dr. Agus, Dr. Agus, I'll suck your weed. Oh, Dr. Agus, pull out your penis and I'll start to blow. Dr. Agus, Dr. Agus, Dr. Agus, Dr. Agus, I'll suck your ween. Oh, pull out your penis and I'll start to blow. Love you, Dr. Agus, you know I do. Nice blowjob song from Marianne from Brooklyn. I mean, she's a married woman. Wow. Doesn't that blow your mind? I thought she was a little more demure than that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm speechless. What's she doing? Do you worry that Dr. Agus might be tempted? I mean, I know he has a beautiful wife and children. I'm worried about his family. Yes, this could break (laughs) up the family. I mean, he's probably sitting there going, hey, I could go get a blowjob from Marianne from Brooklyn. I mean, wow. He's got to figure (laughs) out a reason to come to New York now. Yeah, all of a sudden he wants to take a business trip to New York. (laughs) Do you think Marianne would blow Dr. Agus? Based on she that song? sounds sincere to me. Yeah, I have to say. And she does love him. You know, she's been on that, uh, you know, she's got that text number. She uses it. She feels <laughs> like they've got a personal connection. Evidently. Wow. And she's, uh, you know, she looks pretty good, that Marianne from Brooklyn. She's a young chippy. She's got it going on. Yeah. No, she no good for interest. him. I don't know that about her. Seductress. <laughs> See what else I got here. Jason uh, took a hit in the fan feedback after he revealed that he was prioritized to get COVID-19 vaccine because of his poor health. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were angry that, uh, you know, Jason's over 300 pounds. And, but listen, let, let me defend Jason. It's not his fault. He, he saw in the news that they said anybody who is, you know, obese. Uh, that they could uh, be eligible for the vaccine. So he went on a website and he applied. And you know what? 
I want this vaccine getting to everybody. So, but you know, I, also Jason started his diet yesterday. How's it going? Oh, I talked to him about this uh, before we got on the air. I should. That's a good question. Should hear his dinner. Uh, talk, <laughs> Jason, going, talk Robert. about talk about the uh, Nutrisystem dinner you had. Oh, the dinner was a little cup of something that I microwaved. It was like liquid, and I microwaved it, and I took what it out. What was it called? It was called rice pilaf with uh, uh, broccoli and something else in it. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it and resembled rice pilaf. Cup? Oh yeah, how big I, I, I hate to call it a cup. I have coffee. My coffee cup was bigger than the cup uh, it came in. It was, <laughs> I ate it in like three bites. Uh, for for uh, uh, lunch yesterday, I had whatever their version of macaroni and cheese is, and I was I was literally licking the cheese off the uh, <laughs> the lid while it was in the microwave. I'm like, well, I don't want this to go to waste. I need all my calories. So, in other words, you're so out of control now. You've gone completely the other way. From what yeah, I can I tell. To, yeah. Your your portion size is minuscule. Uh, you're not you eating must real have food. Been hungry, yeah. I mean, all this packaged food has to have preservatives in it. But oh, yeah, I know. So, is... Well, I did supplant it. I did subsidize it with broccoli. I made some broccoli on the side, so that was real exciting. Yeah, uh, real broccoli. Yeah, but um, no, I'm a baby. I need. I, I am admitting it. I need someone for a few months to tell me what to eat. Tell me what to do. Okay. I, I, I I'm admitting. I'm throwing myself on the floor. Just. <laughs> just Can I tell you what I think? I think you've probably lost already 10 pounds just based on your first day. I mean, I bet you lost a lot of weight because you're, you're super fat. And when True. you, when you completely just skip a meal, like basically you ate, you went from like 10,000 calories in a day to like probably under 1200. You had to have lost some weight already, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was about 1700 calories. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, if you want, I could run upstairs and weigh myself, but, uh, wait a minute. That was 1700 calories you ate yesterday. I, I think, I mean, listen, I didn't count the calories. I just ate what they told me to eat, but I believe the, the literature said it's based on the 1700 calories. Wow. Wow. Day. Well, there um, you go. Plus How long do you think this is going to last? Do you think you're going to be able to like do a year on this? No, I'm not. So here's my plan. I don't know if it's a good plan. My plan yeah. is to do this for three or four months. Really lose weight. Wow. Reset my eating habits. You know, uh, so hopefully when I then transition back to real food, that I now have a new idea of what a portion size is, uh, and that I, that I have the tools to be able to, to live a healthier lifestyle. I can't Are you exercising at all? I am. I have an elliptical and I am using it, although I've been told by Nutrisystem not to use it this week because they say I'm going to be too weak to use it. Uh, but I <laughs> do have. you feel weak or do you feel okay? No, no. Yesterday was fine. Today so far is fine. It's not exciting. Eating is not fun anymore. It's not something I look forward to, uh, uh, but it's it's happening. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going on. So that's and, where and- I'm at mentally. I don't mean to be negative, but at what point do you plan to gain all the weight back? Because that I think is going to be fun for you. <laughs> is that in the I plan? Like to, <laughs> yeah, I like to. I'm, I'm aiming for 2022. That just sort of slowly right. put back on all the weight. Yeah. By the way, you took a big hit in the uh, fan mail. Uh, yeah, listen to this one. Fuck that fat pig. If he was a decent person, he'd start losing weight and give up his spot for the vaccine shot to someone that needs it more. Maybe a teacher or even a grocery store employee. The way the fat pig could still have a place to buy food to shove down his throat. Look. The the, the 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 government said to him, hey, you're obese, apply for the vaccine. He applied, he got it. He even went down there and said, um, if there's yeah. somebody ahead of me, um, give it yep. to them. And uh, said it, they it said, no, otherwise yeah. we're going to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I could have said, you know, I couldn't have sent my brother, who's a teacher and also overweight, uh, in my place. It just does not work like that. 
Right. So anyway, look, oh. uh, I know what you mean. I, I find it odd in this country that uh, teachers wouldn't be ahead of obese people. Um, I, I find it, you know, I like what Dr. Regis said that in Israel, they went, they went from the oldest and they kept moving down to the youngest. And that's how you do it because the oldest are the most vulnerable. And, uh, yes. you know, it, but, but I don't know. I, I think there's going to be more organized thought going into how they distribute the vaccine with the new administration. That's something I do think. Agree. Cause know? the states are just going willy nilly right now. It's just, you know, every state's different. That's right. It's All right. Thank you, Jason. Uh, Jason welcome. taking a lot of hate. John from Maryland, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. Um, great to great to be on. I wanted to um, take some time to actually thank you for everything you've been saying in the uh, the past couple of weeks, sort of uh, defending and standing up for science. The other day when you said, you know, we don't know the names of uh, these great pioneers who've done some incredible work before us. And um, I'm a molecular biologist here in Maryland, and, you know, the work is incredibly challenging. It's frustrating. It's disappointing. And just, you know, hearing that you you care um, means a lot to us. Well, listen, it is an amazing thing what science has brought us. To be alive right now is to see what science can do. Without I mean, science, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean, Robin wouldn't have been here without science, and 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 what medical science can do is actually extend our lives uh, and get rid of plagues. I mean, the, the you know, throughout the history of the world, the the biggest threat are plagues. They wipe us out from time to time, and the fact that scientists have a handle on this stuff, these brilliant people, you know, it's it, it's quite remarkable. And when you start seeing a majority of our country start to be anti-science and say, I don't trust it. I don't believe in science. We're fucking doomed. And, uh, you know, I hope well, when that you were talking about um, um, artists earlier and you talked about that drive and that passion. Scientists are the same way when they look at something and they decide this does this humanity doesn't need to deal with this. They go for broke until they find the answer yeah well anyway john thank you for being a scientist and thank you for calling and all of that stuff go ahead pocket you're on the air in california all right no pocket what is just it? as what passionate is howard just as dedicated as any artist hey bobo what's up Hey, how you doing there, Howard? I'm upset with Ralph, and I have the, one of the last tweets that he put out, if you want me to read the whole thing, uh, stated uh, January 8th. Trump is now trying to tweet from the POTUS account. They have to just taken it down and tweet from what he just did. He just attempted to post there. With that in mind, if anyone can get word to Despicable Don, I'm sure Bobo Stern would be happy to post for him. And then I, I put to him... Leave my name. Do you out know of anything it. he's this saying? I mean, I'm, I'm confused. Hey, this uh, is all about Bobo. That's what oh. this is. Ralph what is he? used him, and he's now disgusted. No, you're absolutely ec- ecstatic that somebody mentioned you. No, I'm Bobo. not, Robin. No, because I don't want to be involved in that. I think it was despicable what the president did and caused enough damage. Case closed. What is Bobo talking and about? He was putting. Ralph tweeted something about uh, stir, uh, Biden, uh, not Biden. Trump had the POTUS account even after his account was taken right. down, and he tried to tweet on the POTUS account. 
for Twitter after right. he was banned. And uh, Ralph saw that and said, I will hope he's taken down. I'm sure Bobo would tweet for him if he needs it. Oh, I saw. Oh, yeah, wow. I didn't like that. Shoot, so, I, this is so fucking convoluted. All right, Bobo, thank you for the call. And also, Howard, he was insinuating because people voted for Trump. Oh, I so don't care. Yeah. I, oh, my God. What is going on over there? What is he talking about? I hear Bobo's voice. Bobo is on the line. <laughs> and I get so mad. Hey, now, Howard, how you doing? Y'all, he's called. I stuck that tube up my ass. So fucking bad. And I think to myself. I'm an annoying phone caller. <laughs> what a terrible call. I live for the show. Thank you, Bobo. That was that was a particularly bad one. Uh, And finally, in the fan mail, before I get on to other things, uh, a listener writes me a question. I don't know that anyone will care about this. One listener says um, he's asking me about my musical taste. He wants me to rank songs like one of those dopey lists from Gary's audio book. He says, Howard, I would love to know what your top 10 songs are that make you depressed and reflective. I want to know what you listen to when you want to feel something. Thank you. Do you care about my list of songs that I listen to when I want to be depressed? Because these songs, no, that's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what what, what kind of question I don't want to be depressed. That's your thing. Well, first of all, if I played you, and again, I'd have to do this off the top of my head. There are many songs that depress me. I happen to like depressing music. I like songs that make me sad. And my theory on this is, I've thought a lot about this. I'm someone who avoids emotion. I'm trying to get more comfortable with emotion. But music seems to be able to make me emotional. It cuts through my whatever my defenses are. Yes. That's why music's so powerful. And there are certain songs that make me depressed, and I don't even know that they would make you depressed, in the sense that these just they resonate with me. And they're not necessarily the best songs that were ever written. You know. If I was going to play you my list of the best songs ever written, I'd play you, you know, the the classics, the, the Stones, the Beatles, the Billy Joels, all this kind of stuff. Uh, you know, these are just songs for some reason I have no, some of them I have a clue, but some of them I don't. It's the music and the words they're saying that just fucking floors me. It makes me want yeah, to cry. It means or, something to you. It has a personal meaning to you. Yeah. So, I, I mean. This guy wants a list. I mean, uh, like, like I'll give you an example. The first song that comes to mind that depresses the fuck out of me is this Possum Kingdom, Toadies. You know that song? No. It, it, it kills me. Like, if I'm sitting in my room listening to this, I get fucking nuts. I like this song. Yeah, depresses good song. Me. <laughs> depresses me. I can't tell you why. Make up your mind. I love this. Yeah. Decide to walk with me. I don't know toadies. I don't know what a possum is. You don't know what they're singing about. I don't, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything that's going on. And I don't know why. It shouldn't depress me. No, it's a good song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, This song um, that Marin Morris wrote, Girl. Uh-huh. It depresses the fuck out of me, and I love it. it, it, it well, that's I mean, a rough one. Yeah, I, I can get that. 
Wrong one. No, same song. <laughs> like, it could almost bring me to tears right now. But I don't know. I don't even know what really what she's saying. I don't want to know, because that'll fuck my head up. And the shit's unflattering. All up in my head again. I don't feel myself right now. Maybe I should just lay down. Now I'm already there. If I let this keep going, it's just going to bum out the whole show. And I just look at it. I think it's a great song. And I just get into her singing it. I don't. Uh, and the notes. There are notes there that take you down. Yeah. That's a good explanation. But that's one of those songs that just gets me. But I find music mostly joyous and releasing. I don't know. If, do you get a release of your depression or is it you go further into your depression? Further. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of songs that really fuck me up. Um, well, I know that bend down hearted one. Doesn't oh, that, that get to you? Yeah. When B.B. <laughs> King goes, I've been down hearted, baby. Been down hearted. That gets me. This one gets me, too. This? Sa- yeah, save yourself. Um, I can't. How can I save you? I can't even save myself. Oh, that part. Yeah. Yeah, that get gets me really nuts. caught up in that. Yeah, I think that has something to do with my mother. This one gets me. Um, oh, here's the one. I've told you this. This one gets me depressed. This one makes me nuts. It's a sponge. I love this. Yes, it's a great song. Yeah, but it's one of my favorite songs, but it fucks me up. You got to let it go for a while, then it'll fuck you up. Oh my god, I'm already there. <laughs> I'm already I'm I'm like ready to jump out my window except I'm in my basement. <laughs> say when he goes say a prayer for me. I get so affected by it I have to turn I'm it off. I'm always nope. into the echoing effect and all of that stuff. You're getting depressed? I'm yeah. Like that's so cool the way they do that. The other one was uh, Blink-182 always kills me. I think I told you that before. The uh, Stay Together for the Kids, that one really... Oh, well, you got problems there, yeah. <laughs> I got problems almost in every song. <laughs> it's really depressing. It's hard to wake up When the shades have been pulled shut This house is haunted It's so This could possibly be my number one song to go to get bummed out to. And you look for this. Yeah, I'd I stay love away it. from a song that bummed me out. No, I listen to this ten times a day.
and I was like, uh oh, that's one of those songs that's toxic to me, but I love it. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen does one too that gets me really, really bad. That's uh you see, and again, you might not get affected by this. Nobody else will, I'm not affected at all. I love yeah. these songs. They're well crafted songs. What more can you ask for? The Springsteen one that gets me is uh it, it, from the solo album. What the fuck was the name of that album? Um uh, Tunnel of Love. Yeah. The, tougher than the rest, that one. Oh my God. That one just that when he's singing with his wife. Singing about This song is this song will wreck me every time I hear it. And it basically has to do with I never want to be without Beth in my life. I don't. I, I don't want to die because I'll miss her too much. <laughs> and that makes no you sense. don't miss after you die. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on time with her. <laughs> and I want to cry right now. This song is brilliant. Left somebody's heart in a mess. Well, if you're looking for love, only I'm tougher than the rest. Oh, my God. Some girls, they want to have some dance. Or some good-looking jokes. On their arms, some girls like a sweet talk. What a song. I don't know how he wrote this, but it it gets right to my core. Well, I think he's writing it autobiographically. And then I think about my wife. And I think about that I'm older than her. And I just... Uh, oh, man, I shouldn't have played that. That fucks me up. Ugh. <laughs> That song should be banned from my house. <laughs> I think he wrote that just to fuck me up. Yeah, he's like, I know yeah. how to get him. He goes, you know what I'm going to get today? That Howard Stern. <laughs> oh, the, 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 I mean, the, I mean, I got a million of them, but uh, but it's very specific. Like like Brandy Carlisle doing the joke. That one gets yeah. me. That can send me off. Not as bad as the Bruce Springsteen one, but this one. This. About a little kid being picked on. Yeah. And shit on. And uh, neglected. Yeah. You're feeling nervous, aren't you, boy? Can't tell you how many days With I went to school. I, the kind of nervousness where you're going to vomit. Stop. And there's no adult around to fucking listen to you. In fact, they're telling you, you got to be brave. They're the ones ignoring you. <laughs> yeah. And then she's singing. And she hits it. Keep them from running wild. They can kick dirt in your face. Dress you down and tell you that your place is in the middle. When they hate the way you shine. See, it's doing it to me right now. But don't you feel triumphant? No. You've overcome all of that. I'm just telling you, I get massively depressed. But I don't know why your brain wants you to go down instead of up. That's what, what? really kills me. Call my psychiatrist. 
Here's another one. Yeah, I'll give you another one. You want a top ten? Here you go. Father of mine. Oh, that's Tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes. My whole world disappeared. Father of mine. Take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy. Back before you went away. Anything with fathers who just don't jibe with their sons, that'll fuck me up. But that one's particularly good. You know what song gets me so depressed? I have no fucking reason. Well, I guess I have some reason. When I first heard the Beatles do it, you know the song she said? She mm-hmm. said, I know what it's you know like what it's to be like dead. to be dead, yes. As soon as they say I, what, a, what, a, what it's like to be dead, I go into a massive fucking funk. To the point that I'm ready to jump out the window again. And then the band Government Mule did a cover of it. And when that dude, when he's singing, she said, I know what it's like to be dead. I don't I don't know what to tell you. It fucks me up. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't even have to be the Beatles. It's dangerous. can't take more than a, a minute of it because it, it affects me <laughs> i don't want to in my room i can listen to it but i i can't listen to it here you'll just cry for us yeah, I get all, no no you don't want to see that. <laughs> and i'm when i cry which is infrequent but when i do it's like <laughs> it's over the top oh dear yeah here's another one that gets me have we gotten to 10 yet probably I'll stop. This guy wants to know. These are the one. Well, he said ten. Three strange days. School of fish. This will fuck me up every single time. You want to be sad? Go take some of Ralph's pills. Oh, I'm so close. <laughs> these the stealing. These, these songs wouldn't mean a thing to you. <laughs> I'm so close to stealing his stash. <laughs> Oh wait! <laughs> it, it takes it, it takes a minute to kick in. You know what that song gets me to? You know that song where the guy sings about um. That's another one. You know that song where the guy goes, "I was seven years old and." Seven uh, years, it's called. What's the guy's name? Lucas Graham or something? Yeah. Lucas Graham. Yeah. That that song gets me too. Right Between the Eyes, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That one gets me. Mm. The Eels. I forget the name of the song. 
Are they going to be happy? Are these people going to be happy to be on this list? Yeah, it's a good <laughs> list. It's, it means their songs are good. I mean, these are these are these I hold. It. Sia Sia always gets me. Elastic Heart, you know that one? Mm-hmm. That that I play a lot when I want to be really depressed. Unbelievable. Uh, She's unbelievable. You're a mess. I know I'm a mess. I know I am. (laughs) Oh, I bet you this one gets you. uh, The Fugees, Ready or Not. When she sings, when Lauren Hill sings, Ready or Not, Here I Come, You Can't Hide. That doesn't make you depressed? Really? Oh, my God. And there's a specific person I think of when I hear this immediately. My mind goes right to it. Well, you should turn off your mind. I can't. My mind never stops. I can't turn it off. Even when I sleep, it tortures me. You can't be tortured in your sleep. Oh, my God. Last night I was. Should have seen the dream I had. Never pleasant. Never have a wet dream, nothing. That one will kill me. And you know the number one song that kills me the most is Hum. The stars. Oh yes, the, that's the a girl. That doesn't something about the girl and the stars. Yeah, come on. This doesn't depress you. Maybe you need. To I be think thinking, that he's telling a sad story. Yeah, and I relate this to a certain person in my life. I don't go trying to match up things. That I don't. Take I, you down. I don't consciously do it. It just happens. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm, She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. Oh. <laughs> and she is. She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. I love that. <laughs> I think this song depresses Hum too because they never had another hit. <laughs> This one really killed Oh, my Will- God. This is another one. Willie Nelson. If you had not have fallen, then I would not have found you. Angel flying too close to the ground. Mm. Everything depresses me. Yeah, you know why don't song- you just say that? <laughs> Moonlight Mile, Rolling Stones. This is 20 songs now. There's a person out there probably on the ledge. You stop at. <laughs> Summer Highland Falls, Billy Joel. The live version from Madison Square Garden. All right, so the rest of the show is going to be depressing songs. Great. Yeah, why not? What else you got to do? You busy? Thank God they don't depress me. That depresses me. That's sad. Sure, those notes are definitely sad notes. Yes. Billy sings like an angel. It sure does. Well, anyway, you know answer what? your question. Even, have you ever, you know, because even when, you know, you get a boyfriend and you have yes. your song. 
Yes. You know, and that's the one you listen to all the time. That's the one you had good times with. And that's the one you dance right? with, with that you boyfriend. Mean you've, had, you've had a boyfriend where you had a song together? Uh, lots of them. Really? Right. Now every I'm learning. boyfriend I had a song with. That, you At least told one. Me this. You don't have a song with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your boyfriend. What, uh, what, like, I what was. I don't. Uh, I can't tell you what they were because you know what I would do when I had an attachment to a song because of a guy yeah. and it would make me sad to hear it once it was over. I would say, I'm not going to allow this in my life. And I would play that song until it didn't mean anything to me anymore. All right. Look, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. <laughs> you're, to, you're, to, you're to stay home after the show, which you're home already. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, you're to, you are to go through your list, write down a list of songs that you had with your boyfriends. I want to learn this about you. <laughs> I want to. I want. I just like, told you I erased it. What was your song with Mr. X? That guy. I remember Mr. X. Oh, probably something by Charday. He loved Charday. Oh. No, or I'm maybe he about hated Charday. See, I don't even remember. I'm thinking about a girl I went out with. And yeah, she used to turn me on to a lot of music. And uh, you're right. I did kind of have a song that I relate to her. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, everybody does that. It was, um, what was the song? It was by, uh, who was that girl I used to always listen to um, from, from Canada? She sang, what the fuck was that song? Oh, I can't Canada. think of it. Alanis yeah, Morissette? remember? No, you know the. Uh, how dare you? Are, are you <laughs> <laughs> what was that song I used to play, Gary? It was I, I used? Are I you think thinking of Avril Lavigne? No, no. Canada, 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 girl. You're fired. <laughs> was this a songwriter? Oh, uh, yes. I can't think and, of her name. And, I'm embarrassed. Oh God, you know now, Gary. She came here and did the show, right? She's a fabulous artist, and she, uh, she she didn't have huge success, but she's terrific. Uh, Astero. Astero. Yes, okay, yeah. That's who it is. And uh, when I, whenever I hear her music, I do think of a particular relationship. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm. But I don't want to be depressed, and I don't want to have songs attached to bad memories, so I get them erased. Really? You mean by playing them over and over again, it eliminates... Yeah, after a while, I'll just start to know why I like the song, and I won't have wow. that attachment to that person anymore. Fred, play Robin's music. That's a big uh, statement she just made. <laughs> she just told people how to forget about romantic attachment to people through song. I mean, thank you. Where the hell are you on the button? <laughs> That's quite amazing. All right, a couple of things I want to address. Anyway, I so there, for whoever there was a secret chord <laughs> that David played, yes. and it pleased the Lord. Uh huh. But you don't really care for music, do ya? Now this right. makes me cry. It goes like this: the fourth, the fifth, <laughs> I'm crying. The minor fall, the major lift, the baffled king composing. Hallelujah. All right, Robin. Okay. Hallelujah. Robin, you're taking up the whole show Hallelujah. now with your music. Uh, well, you wanted to be depressed. Hallelujah. How are you singing and talking at the same time? 
Do you have a song that you attach to your relationship with your father, which was a very disturbing relationship? Is there a song no. that makes you think of your father? No. No. Wow. Wow. I told All right, you, Todd. I'm not into attaching things to bad memories. Mm, look at you. You're very advanced, I have to say. <laughs> uh, yes, Todd, in Nevada. What's up? It's not Nevada. It's Nevada. Okay. That's uh, number one. Tell Roddy. Roddy will tell you how to say it. Okay. What do you say? I love this connection. Something yeah. about Ronnie. Are you on CB? No, I, I, I said well, it's Nevada, not Nevada. Nevada, yeah. Nevada, Nevada. Yeah, well, you say. Well, you need to man up, man. You are such a pussy. <laughs> See, this is the trouble. Oh, Todd, <laughs> Todd hey, I would like to know. have. It's my turn to speak. How are you speak for four hours? Well, you used to speak for four hours. Listen. You just got a big contract. You should be stroking your meat, man. You should be the happiest guy in the world. I didn't say I was unhappy. I said certain songs they evoke a response. Oh, I'm going to Come on, man. You got a beautiful... Well, you know, I'm going to treat you seriously. Robert, I mean, but if I'm a pussy... Well, excuse me. I'm going to I'm going to ask you some questions. If I'm a pussy... What, if I... If I'm a pussy, why must I man up? You gotta man up, dude. Life is a struggle. What's Everybody so great about your life? What's you know, so and great about the, life? And here's the trouble. Free. Here's the trouble with men that I find. As soon as you say you get emotional about something, guys like this, I can just picture what he's like. Guys like this get very threatened. Like they're right. homosexual or it's gay to, you know, feel something through music. And and these guys are emotional and they do feel stuff. But for some reason, it triggers in them. Like I can't, I you know, if I admit that I have emotions and I get sad, you couldn't be human, Todd, if you don't get sad. Listen, listen, Seriously. one of my favorite all-time songs is Someone Saved My Life Tonight by Elton John. It's a great song. Beautiful song. I didn't life. say I cry. I said I get sad. Oh. I wish I could cry. You said you know, get Todd, I do get emotional. You never get emotional. You're such a dumb fuck, Todd. You're such, you're one, you're part of the problem. I'm going to say it right now. If you can't be a dude who says you get emotional about something, get the fuck out of here. What are you, a robot? What's wrong with crying? No. I get emotional when my wife who's a school teacher can't teach her kids. That's right. Well, that's. Oh, that's you're such a pussy. You're a pussy. You're a pussy. Get the fuck out of here, you scumbag. <laughs> and get a decent phone. Fucking yeah, I don't hate know that what guy. we're talking on. A tin can? I get emotional because my wife's a teacher. <laughs> so, I, so I get emotional over a song. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking guy was going to go nuts because I said Nevada over Nevada. And I mean, you know, I mean, oh, talk about you. an emotional hothead. What a dick. I hate that guy. <laughs> I do. I hate him. Mm, you get emotion. Yeah, of course I don't know I got emotion. why everybody has to be the same anyway. Men are supposed to be like this. Yeah. I wish some of the men in my life would have shown a little emotion. Might have been no, they nice. were being men, like they were oh, yeah. told to. Fuckers. 
fuck these dudes. But you may, maybe I'm emotional, but you're a whiny bitch. <laughs> what kind of phone could that guy? You know, they did a study about cell phones, and they found that the cell phone connection now is so strong that it's even better than the hardwire phones. The digital quality of the cell phone is so good uh-huh. that many times we think, oh, if we're on a hardwire phone, it's better. But it seems like my audience, I don't know what cell phone they're buying or how they're using <laughs> it or where they're living, but they call in and it's just like this fucking, like, you know. Yeah, you think they were talking on the first phone. That's what I'm, yeah, yeah. What did they just invent the phone where you live? <laughs> Good Lord. See, everyone is emotional. Just most people are scared of it. They can't, they don't want to confront it. Yeah, well, he's very good at emoting anger. And he doesn't understand that that's covering up his real feelings. Yeah, that guy's a needy fuck is what he is. I got his number. I got that guy pegged. He's a needy, needy fuck. But there are people who feel it's much better and more manly to be angry than to be hurt or to be sad or, you know, to need something. So then they express it in anger. By the way, Robin, I meant to wish you a happy anniversary. Of what? Uh, Shame. Shame. (laughs) Uh, This month marks. That's right. Sing it. (laughs) Thank you. This month. Believe it or not, marks 15 years since we moved to satellite radio. It's our anniversary. Oh, what day is you it? Know. <laughs> what month we is it, you should ask? We didn't come on to satellite radio until like the 20th this month. of January? No, th- we came on in January. I said the month. This month oh, marks. Oh, the month, yes. the day. Okay. Yes. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to celebrate our anniversary by reminding you of a few things. Okay. Um, the the fact is, we signed on on January 9th, two thousand six. Remember one nine oh six? We even made yeah. T shirts because we were self important, thinking somebody <laughs> cared. <laughs> the only people who cared was us. But uh, fifteen years, and I remember signing on to this service, and everyone told me how it was going to fail, and blah 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 oh, blah. Yeah, we were making uh, a big mistake. Yeah, it's a big mistake. Big mistake. Trust me, you should all make mistakes like this. (laughs) By the way, I'll remind you, it was just called Sirius back then. It was not Sirius XM. XM was our main competitor. Uh, This is before the two companies merged. Uh, 2008, they merged. Didn't take us long to actually overtake their company. That's right. Knocked them off. But so many things happened in our first month back then that I thought we'd take a look back at some of the highlights to celebrate this monumental occasion. All right. I think uh, the audience uh, needs this. They need to remember. So here, I'll take you a walk down memory lane. See if I can uh, find my little sheet. By the way, if you think about it, when we first signed on, Ronnie was still old back then, wasn't he? <laughs> like, Some things don't change. <laughs> yeah, he was an old. He was the old guy on the show. 
By the way, uh, Ronnie got the um, coronavirus vaccine Yesterday, last night. Was it? Yep, ah, yep. How's he doing? Uh, he died, uh, okay. unfortunately. But don't, he don't had a look. terrible reaction. That's right. You okay, Ron? How'd you survive? I know you were all nervous about it. Uh, how'd you do? Looks like Ronnie's Talking mic isn't working. Himself. <laughs> he answered, but you can't hear it. Just guess what <laughs> he said. Sorry, 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 sorry. Why don't you button. remember to turn on your uh, button there? It's easy to do. What's I don't know. All right. Anyway, no, I'm fine. Uh, the only thing is I got some muscle ache and where I got the shot. That's it. That's it. That's the only That's reaction. It. Yeah. Otherwise, Stephanie you're fine. Got, Stephanie got a little uh, lightheaded right after she got it, but then she was fine. Right. I hope you uh, banged that lightheadedness out of her last night. <laughs> no, 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 not last night. No. All right. So you're okay. And, and, and would you would, would you uh, recommend to other people they get the vaccine? For sure. There you go. It's, it's, it's painless. It's painless. You yeah, you I thought feel- about Ronnie last night and the, you know, because Ronnie really needs to to get his life going. And so this is a very good thing for him with the vaccine. He'll be of course free it is. to travel and go out and do things. He needs that. That's right. And Ronnie Puppet, you got vaccinated as well, didn't That's you? That's right. And afterwards, they gave me a lollipop and a Spider-Man Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a NASCAR Band-Aid, but they was fresh out. Right. They didn't have any of those? No. And, and, and Ronnie Puppet, no, were you able to get... No, nervous, too. Has it affected? Has the has it affected the boner? That's the most important thing. Are you able to get it up since the vaccine? I know you were worried about that. Well, hmm. Ronnie Puppet just passed out. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, he went oh, silent. He was talking to the real Ronnie. I'm sorry. No, I think I had to the COVID sixty nine flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Are you able to get a boner since you got the vaccine? I do. I have a huge boner. And last night I had a little fever. So what happened was Stephanie crushed up a little Tylenol and put it on my favorite dildo and jammed it up my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good for you. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Very good. All right. So, Ron, the real Ronnie, you are saying... Good. That's good to hear. I would say I I recommend it to anybody, man. It, It was nothing. It was I bet in a way you feel like you have a superpower now. Now That's you're right. gonna have you're gonna be well, COVID not, free. Not yet. Not yet. Not, yet. not until I get not the yet. second one. Right. Okay. Fair enough. And you understand, Ron, even after the second one, wear a mask. Don't think right. you're you know, you know, you still don't want to get COVID. No, I get it. I get it. All right. But I'm it'll be easier to be in a restaurant and things like that now right. that you are vaccinated. Right. Exactly. Exactly, of course. All right, nothing's thank you, Ron. Nothing's open, so I, I can't know. go to a restaurant anymore. I know. We'll know things are back to normal when Ronnie can go back to going to strip clubs. Once that happens, we'll know everything's fine. Exactly. That's what I without think. a mask? <laughs> are with a mask, without to, a mask. Are people going to strip clubs in masks? Really? Um, well, they're not open in New York, but they are open in, like, Texas and Florida. Yeah. Are people wearing masks in there? I like that Ronnie knows that. That's cool. Well, you I speak know to your Lonnie. subject. Lonnie, tell, Lonnie gives me all the reports on the strip clubs. Right. So he tells me the ones in Texas are open. Right. Um, and in Florida. And uh, people are going. Isn't that unbelievable? That's, right. that, that's got to be dangerous. I mean, you know, because in the strip club, <laughs> you know, we go there for lap dances. We're not going. And, and you girls. don't want to be far away. 
You want right. to be you want close. contact. Yeah, yeah, you want to accidentally get your knob rubbed by, you know, by, by like a leg or somebody right. sits on your lap. A knee, something. That's but they right. do put a mask on your boner. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Ron. I'm glad you got the vaccine. Thank you, Ronnie Puppet. Do you have any last words, Thank Ronnie Puppet? Thank you very much. I was right. there yesterday and I thought I saw my life flash before my eyes. There was Sporty. There was Gracie. There was Dudley. There was Bots. There was my mom. There was my dad. And the neighbor, they was fucking. Ha! Ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, uh, Ronnie Puppet. Uh, what is it, Ralph? I'm in the middle of something. I'm doing a anniversary tribute. To, I'm telling yeah, Robin about it. Our... Yes. Yeah, but quickly, I wanted to point out, like that idiot caller who, who just, you know, said you were whatever for, for, for getting emotional. Yes. That's the kind of idiot that would always hit me up on Twitter and made me nuts. Just like you got mad. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I understand, but you don't. You get here's the thing, he huh? said nothing that would have gotten him kicked off Twitter. Yeah, and and and, and Ralph, well, here's the thing. I'm on the radio know. talk. All right, thank you, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph says. No, I know. Uh, I know. I know what the difference is. I'm just saying. All right, you don't uh, need to be on nuts. Twitter uh, reacting to every single person. You can just uh, delete. I know. No. All right. Enough with that. He's back on the two hours ago opening the show. I already forgot about him. Look, if he could get off Twitter, he could get off medication. Right. Ralph's into the, it's not me, it's them excuse. <laughs> he, got ki- he got kicked off Twitter, Twitter but people made Because of it. them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying before we got into the Ronnie thing and, and the Ralph thing and everything else, back then, 15 years ago, when we came here this month, this service was called Sirius. Now it's Sirius, XM, Pandora, uh, some other thing. You know, I mean, it's got, brought, bought some other thing, yeah. Yeah, I think at some point this company should come up with a brand new name and just have all those things <laughs> be under one umbrella. But what do I know? This is the only company I know where they name everything that they have in the name right. of the company. You know, like Procter & Gamble isn't like uh, tissues, uh, mustard, uh, blah, blah, blah. I've said to the company, I said, instead of Sirius XM, Pandora, uh, what's the other thing they are? Pandora. Uh, what's that new company? There's another company they have that is in the name now. It's getting longer Stitcher. and longer. Stitcher. That's Stitcher. What yeah. Stitcher. Thank you. Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher. <laughs> We're the only company, I think, that names everything that's in, you know, even I see like, um, I'm thinking of a company like Peloton. They have the bike, but now they added a treadmill. And I'm like, well, they still call them Peloton. Yeah, they oh, got an umbrella name, but they have these different products. But a better example is Alphabet. They Alphabet know. is Google and a bunch of other things. Yes. But there's Alphabet. That's my. I This is my only recommendation. I love this company. I think it's perfect. But that's my one recommendation. We're becoming like Julie Chen Moonves. She right. keeps adding to her name. It's enough. You can't let the name get too long. Well, when we joined, there was one name, Sirius. But if we keep it now, it's Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, Procter Gamble, Radio Shack, <laughs> Tesla. You know, it's like, we're going to just keep adding to it. But uh, yeah, now we're uh, a bigger name, but we were Sirius back then. XM was the competitor, and uh, and the companies merged in 2008, and and, and 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 for us, when we came here 15 years ago, Robin, being on satellite was freeing, liberating. We could broadcast oh, yes. uncensored. 
without having to worry about the FCC. But, you know, I said right from the beginning, I do not want the show just to be about saying shit and fuck for four hours a day. And I, as soon as I came here, I made a rule for myself that I would not curse on the air. 20 minutes, I'm going to play a clip, 20 minutes into the first show, I was cursing. I let one slip. <laughs> I completely failed in my mission. If you've, if you've just become a new subscriber and you just start tuning around the dial, even when we suck, you got to be saying to yourself, this is fucking great. Uh, this oh. is great. Oh. <laughs> all right. All now, right. let me First talk about all, that. Yes. Let me yes. talk about Could that. Could you address that? I don't even know how that just happened. <laughs> I made a rule. I have a personal and you're rule. you're the only one who keeps breaking it. I have a personal rule that I'm not going to curse. One of the things I do remember was I couldn't wait to get here because at the time we were playing over and over again, if you remember, the Pat O'Brien tape. Pat O'Brien was a guy, sportscaster. He uh, was a sports announcer for CBS. Very kind of conservative image. Oh, um, yeah, a good guy. You know, yeah. like a, one of those images. And the big story for us was, and we used to play this on our show, except on terrestrial radio, we had a bleep every other word, so it kind of sucked. But he got caught. He was he was leaving voicemails, very explicit voicemails for a woman on 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 the phone, and uh, and we were playing the censored versions on our old radio show, and you know it didn't do him justice. And I I was like, I can't wait to get the satellite so we can play Pat O'Brien uncensored without the bleeps and all that other bullshit. So right on the first show, what is the first thing we did? Our first month on the air, we celebrated Pat O'Brien. You know, in, in, in a guy's world, there's nothing you can say to a woman that you love her than I want to lick your ass. I mean, <laughs> that means if you're a lady, that means a guy's trying to tell you, I'm really into you. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't lick just any girl's ass. You know, here's a guy on CBS, big sportscaster, blah, 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 blah. I want to lick your ass. He's saying, Jesus Christ, come on. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like, oh, what this guy's tongue up my ass. <laughs> she's like, can you imagine somebody sending a message like this and plays it for everybody? <laughs> well, it's so crazy because I, I don't know about sports, but the guys were telling me about the Mets. They had to fire the one the guy the just the other day, seven days yeah. on the job. Yeah, because it turned out, you know, he was trying to get some girl years ago. And he started like with texting her, and then before you know it, he was sending her pictures of his heart on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like guys have the real like, telling a girl you want to lick her ass is not going to get her excited. But we we love this Pat O'Brien tape because <laughs> you know, seeing a guy who's got that really let's call it conservative image on TV, guy who never. Well, you know what his, I think it was. I no. think. 
you especially, you're a good guy. You just tell people what you're all about. And these guys have an image. Right. And and in the background, they're you, who they think you are. Right. And this is what they really sound like. Yeah, I mean, to me, what it, what was revealed in this tape was that Pat O'Brien is like a little bit more sophisticated Ronnie. Like, <laughs> you know, like it was so shocking. It was like, you know, Ronnie goes, I'm going to eat her cunt. And they, cunt, right. cunt, yeah, cunt. this is you know. Ronnie speak. It is Ronnie speak. And then all the he was good know, that, at it too. That that Pat. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna lick your pussy. You are <laughs> so, so great. hot. You're so hot. I'm gonna lick your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's the great. You are so fucking hot. That I wanna fucking lick your pussy and make you 